0: Reddit it to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, April 19th. I almost said February. We've been in this a long time. <laughs> a long time. I thought we would almost be done, I guess. I, we're already in fit Or maybe we're back in February. I don't know. So we're like going to be in the middle of football season next year. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> we're actually prepping right now for, right. for the 2020 Slash 2021 spring football season. Mm. That's why I got so excited for the February date. Um, no, it is just April 19th. You haven't been sleeping too long. Or this wasn't all a dream and you woke up just before it all started. I'm sorry. I might have gotten some people excited. I'm kind of jealous of the people who have been in a coma. They're I know, They're right? just going to come out and... Nothing's changed? Or, yep. Well, it's going to be back to normal. They they like, need to... They It would suck to come out now. Right. You need to come out when as it's as a, yeah, when it's, when it's Exactly. Right. exactly. Um, it is, we're almost, we're past a month now of being in the social distancing, having no sports. Um, it's been, we, like everyone wants sports so bad they're willing to just take anything right now. Yeah. People are like, oh, man, I miss watching Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> Can you imagine the last dance tonight? Like, the I don't know what that it. is. It's the Michael Jordan oh. documentary. Yeah, it's tonight. Someone tweeted something else talking okay. Why did I not know that was the name of it. So I knew the Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah, I mean docu-series, sorry, it's more right. than one. Um is coming out tonight. Someone though made I guess they compared it to another show. So I thought it was I saw like one tweet right before we started. I thought mm. it was some show on like CBS that was <laughs> that's what it Ugh. can sound like. Mass Singer. Don't wanna the watch Last Dance. I mean come on. The not C- a stretch. Yeah, it's like the the CW. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I ignored that, but yes, the Michael Jordan docuseries series is going to come out tonight. And I think I don't know. I'm definitely not going to hate him for it. People are like, or he said that he thinks people may hate him after they see it. But I'm like, not if people like know sport, like have been around competitors like him. Right. He's going to cuss people out. Oh yeah, it, I mean he. There's going to be fights. Right. He's he said that it right. it doesn't. Like people are gonna hate him for yeah some of this. I don't. I mean, I don't think most. I don't think most sports fans will. But yeah,
1: right. They'll, respect, That's, yeah, yeah, they'll I, respect him for it. I'm
0: sure there'll be some casual fight. There'll probably be some people watching it with like their husbands that are like, I do not like this guy. Well, you're gonna get some guys that are gonna be like, Oh, he punched a teammate. It's freaking awesome, man. That's what teammates should do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why he's the goat. I'm excited for this though to come out. I'm pumped. Yeah. A lot of people think it's going it, to make Steve... It's something. <laughs> a lot of people, yeah. A lot of people think uh, you're going to like Steve Kerr more. I've never seen that. I don't think I've ever seen him in the um, championship celebration speech. Oh, really? I don't think I have. It's pretty funny. Yeah. No, it's good. I meant to... Mm, messed up. I meant to do the the Chicago Bulls intro when we came into the show. I didn't know if it'd get copyrighted and taken down, but... I thought we should have introed like that. But, dun, 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 you know what I'm talking about? I'm to play it for you. Yeah, play it for me. I'll play it for you. Um, Bobby did say... Uh, he was joking about the Kentucky blue headsets. Um, oh, you got a, he, you did get a hard time for it? Yeah. Uh, okay. so uh And then he says, the blight does look better than the blue. I agree. My dad heard you loud and clear. Um, and now so, a match. So he so got me better. these. He's like, I don't wear them. So you, he's like, I will not let my son be mistaken for Kentucky fans. Yeah, so, that's smart. Appreciate that. <laughs> that's smart. Um, see if I can get the sound where everybody can hear it. You know what I'm talking about. You're going to hear it and you're going to be like, ah, that Bulls intro. If my computer will let me pull it up. Um, yeah, you did get... You got a new pair of Beats out of that. That's pretty... Yeah. Did with you, the, did the you trade the Kentucky Blue or... No. Still oh, okay, he said, so even though you use keep them. them. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. All right, Tracy. If you're just handing out... I'll take the wireless yeah, you uh, <laughs> in-ear ones next time. I was like, can I give you some money for them? He's like, no, I don't really use them. I was like, okay. thanks <laughs> like for flexing that. <laughs> I love that you offered money when... When we know you didn't want you didn't want to. Yeah, and he definitely wasn't going to take it. <laughs> I can't find this right now. I, I, I listened to it earlier. I had it pulled up on Spotify because I was like, I'm going to do that tonight. And so is here. the only way to watch this is on ESPN? Uh, or... If you have the app, it'll be like ready at 9 o'clock. Okay, so you yeah. can watch it from the app. That's good. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's see if this one sounds good. Enough. I'm sure it'll be like on ESPN pull-ups. Can you hear it? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The, the, when they do the starting lineups. Okay, yeah. I do. Yes, I know. It's doing. electric. That's good. That's what we used to do at Upward. We ran after this. One year. Did you? One year. One year. <laughs> one year. I think I only played Upward basketball one year, though. So I think I did, too. I don't Maybe think I played more than years. one. I used to be a baller in the Upward days. Not anymore. Uh Everybody outgrew me, and I did had didn't a lot grow. of stars in my sleeve. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the old Sphere Heights. Oh, I did play two years. I played one year at Sphere Heights and one year at um. Valley, Valley Grove. Grove. I played so, at Valley Grove. I played two years because I just remember the old Severe Heights I didn't play there. But I think we came into the. Oh, what song is that? I'm not gonna remember it now. That's that's our jumbotron next week though. Everybody tell us your bet the best intro songs. So the best uh, starting lineup. songs So my work had uh, a, please. a game on Friday. Um, or our, our department did, and we had to send our boss, our walkout song. Like, yeah. Okay. Our, our life song.
1: But that's Man. like that would be
0: like baseball, like walkout song. Yeah, kind of, kind of thing. And, and yeah, then we had to guess, right? Whose is who? And mine was, you know, obviously Fireman by Little Wayne. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was that was a cool game. We should do that. We'll do that. Let's do that tonight on Twitter. Okay. What's your walkout song? What's your walkout song? Walkout, yeah. That's what we'll do tonight. Okay. I don't know what mine would be off the top of my head. I got a, I got a couple in mind. I'll save it for tonight when I tweet it. We're okay. We'll start it after the show. If 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 someone listening to this um, on Twitter or Facebook, I guess, wants to steal this from steal the idea uh, of that, you can go ahead and get it started, and we'll just catch up when we get done with the show. Yep. <laughs> what was yours? I guess. <laughs> oh, sorry, Fireman. By the way, sorry. Yeah, you said that. So you, I guess, That's you like can't it. steal that from Landon. Right. Um, Taken. Yeah. Someone's already Slim Mosley already said on YouTube that uh, he's ready to hear about Jordan punching somebody. So you're right. There you go. It's yeah. Already started. We haven't even seen the video yet. Make some go. We've already seen it. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously some Georgia fans also in here. We are going to talk about the 1998 Georgia game here in just a second. Um, you just got whooped.
1: Yeah. Georgia. I'll just spoil. You just got you lost. lost. <laughs> lost. Um,
0: that was the first top 10 matchup since 1983 as well that they've held hosted. Oh my god. It's also unfair. So I was looking at because I was like, man, that's crazy. Like I wonder what like what it looks like now between. Between 1998 and 2019, how many top ten matchups? Not a lot, and they would have hosted a lot more. And it brings up the debate of should Florida and Georgia play every year in Jacksonville? They would have hosted plenty of top ten matchups had those games. Yeah, I feel it's like that sucks. To like, so dumb. you don't get that home game at least once every three years. Yeah, that's, that sucks. It's dumb. I mean, I mean, like, imagine if Alabama never came to Tennessee. Yeah, like we play. That would be terrible. Oh, cool. We could do it in Nashville to watch them. Let's play Alabama. That's fun. You yeah. oh, we got to draw three hours. To exactly. Ass no. yeah. yeah, I want to. I want to see it in, uh, uh, in in Neyland. Yeah, uh, Billy. What's up, Billy? He said he hit Quincy Carter a couple times in '98. I guess we can spoil this one for you. He had a big stop. Right? Yeah, and the, the first drive of Georgia's first drive of the game, Billy Riley did. So everybody did. I, I think yeah, that's Tennessee true. was just that's pretty, that's you know pretty. they're just picking cards to see who got to hit Quincy Carter on that play. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, he took a beating dude he took he shots. took a beating that was oof. that had to be a really fun defense to coach because you're just you're calling blitzes every single time like there's not a play we don't blitz yeah it's gotta be fun it's gotta be a lot of fun Um, will there be football I'm assuming you mean this fall I I think you I think right now you just assume it's not gonna start on time I think there's a chance you get it in the fall yeah we'll see we'll see we're getting back to normal baby we're getting back to normal if um, we don't have it in the fall, me and Caleb will go out and do Oklahoma drills. To, yeah. To get some football in Dude, your life. my back is sore. I put together that trampoline for my nieces and nephews, and I now, you know, I've been shitting. Well, yeah, you have a billion nieces and nephews. We could just make, like, oh, we can little make... tykes, football. We tried to play a game on the trampoline today, and it didn't work out. I can't imagine trying to organize them for a football game. <laughs> Actually, that might be That's a fun thing. That's worse show. than when we had to coach Powderpuff. Powderpuff is, I regret that every day. Yeah, of my life. It was terrible. And then, well, I knew I never wanted to do it after the first year we did it, but then they were always like, can you guys please do it? Yeah. So, that was never fun. No. Um, before we jump it, we are going to jump into our show, talk about the Tennessee-Georgia uh, game, 1998 game. We're doing our 1998 rewatch if uh, this is your first show in a couple weeks. Um, but we are going to talk about that. Before we jump into that, want to tell you guys about a few people that make this show happen. Also, there's a giveaway, speaking of the people that make it happen with Hound Dogs. The way you can do that is go to volunteerroadshow.com uh, right now. Give you a minute to do it. Make an account, and you'll be entered for the drawing. We'll draw it at the end of the show. We've got a name to give you. Yep. So make sure you do that right now. We're also giving away a shirt at the end of the show. Probably, or It's definitely too late to enter that. We drew that name when we hit 8,000 followers. Speaking of that, thank you all for following. Take this time. If you don't follow us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook and volunteer Roadshow on Twitter and Facebook as well. Make sure you make that happen. Land is going to tell you guys about a few of our sponsors. Yeah. Our sponsors, hound dogs. Um, and, and that, that gift certificate to hound dogs is worth $25. Like Caleb said, we'll give that away at the end of the show. And we have Tennessee tap house. BetNow and Commercial Bank. Um, commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank and their leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, go check out the official bank of more important issues, Commercial Bank. Go check out our other sponsors as well. Got a lot. Yes, a lot of great ones. Yes, um, especially during this time. Make sure you you go check them out. Um, VTW in the in the YouTube on YouTube's already said you guys have to go to the cocktail party to understand the atmosphere down there. I love it. Keep it the way it is. I definitely think you need to keep the cocktail party, but because I want to go to one, I think it'd be a fun game to go to. It's a, I mean, it is it's one of the premier games you think of mm-hmm. when you think of college football. But you're saying do a home game every like three years. Uh, do a, So, it would be so the cocktail party out. would be every three years. Yeah, it would yeah. be home, home, cocktail party. Right. Home, home, cocktail party. I think that would be a great idea. And I think, because, I mean, you've never played Florida at home. At, so, you never had that Florida top ten matchup at home. I just can't imagine not playing, which I know we haven't. Well, actually, we did get a top ten Tennessee-Florida or Alabama matchup in 2016. We were number nine. Yeah um we got our butts whooped so we haven't felt that good but i mean it was a good do you remember that tailgate and do you remember that
1: oh yeah like you're
0: fired up when the game started and there were people getting off like a greyhound bus and i was just like talking trash i'm like (laughs) you better get right back on that bus (laughs) after this game and then they had to get back on the bus but you don't get that atmosphere when you have it every single year in jacksonville and trust me i do understand and you're if you're a Florida Georgia fan, yeah. you probably feel more passionate about it. And that's fine. I just feel like not playing a rival, especially when they're top ranked at home. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the upset's not as much fun if you do get that upset. Yeah. Cause then you got to yeah. find a way home. Like right. if you're at home, you can, I can stumble my way and get to somebody's house where I can right. sleep at. Right. <laughs> and, and Slim Mosey on YouTube said he believes it's happened before. I, I guess I don't mean it's happened before, but like your fan base doesn't get to experience that every year. Like, not every fan in that case means they've probably seen it. Whereas, like Tennessee, there's a large group of Tennessee fans that have been to a Florida game, at home. So you don't and you don't get that with Georgia and Florida. And the cocktail party is cool. I'm not saying take it away. I don't think you can take it away as if you appreciate college football. But I think it'd be cool to go home and home or yep. home home and cocktail party. I agree. Um, getting into the Georgia game though, looking at Georgia, it's number four Tennessee and Georgia's ranked seventh at this moment. Four and Georgia is they beat LSU at home I believe the week before no yeah I, I think it was I think it was at LSU um, regardless twenty eight twenty seven um, and the announcers mention it in the first in the first few minutes that this is the first top ten matchup in fifteen years the last time they held or brought in a top ten opponent was against Auburn in nineteen eighty three and they lost and Vince Dooley was their coach yeah and that was the last time um, a Georgia coach beat. Tennessee, yes, yeah. Vince. Dooley. It was Vince Dooley? Yeah, they they talk about they this talk about eight him in a row. That's the Affleck. It was the aflac then. It's a trivia question. Mm-hmm. it probably wasn't Affleck. Yes, it was. It was Affleck because there, there was two of them. Okay, they they slipped up and did two of them. They, they did. They mm. did. So they did the Vince Dooley one, which mm. I thought was, if you go back and watch it now, funny, seeing as Derek Dooley was unfortunately our coach at one point in time. So God. Yeah, Georgia. Um, they had they had some some good players. They had Champ Bailey, Quincy Carter was a true freshman quarterback. He's still like twenty one years old though, because he went and played pro baseball. Yeah, um, and then came mm-hmm. back. Um, I believe they I believe they talked about how his was hitting wasn't was I think they said it was pretty good the season before. Yeah, that. But other than that, decided it's, to play it's been rough. Yeah. Um, Kirby Smart uh, was the fifth year senior, and then Richard Seymour. Uh, I think he was like a seven time yeah. pro baller. Um, and Kirby Smart got a faster than he looks. Yeah. So Adam, Adam, I think you're in here, Adam. Um,
1: he's he, the same haircut. He
0: gets that a lot, and he's got the, they mentioned it at some point, I believe in the first quarter, that Kirby Smart is uh, is faster than he looks. Mm-hmm. I think that's a white joke, I believe. Yeah, it's <laughs> always a white joke. <laughs> um, I noticed about Kirby Smart, he like never, he always grabbed jerseys and would just take them to the ground, but he would never go to the ground. He was very, very rarely tackling somebody. He wasn't, like, he wasn't the comment. He wasn't <laughs> hitting people hard. No, no. He was He was the the grab and, and take to the ground, but I'm going to stay up because my mom's going to have to wash my uniform after this. Yeah, he's gotta, he wants to wear the jersey out of the locker room after the game. I respect it. Yeah, yeah. I just like a, it. <laughs> Um. it. Oh, sorry. Did you notice the G was red? I didn't. I don't think I did. No, I mean, I guess I didn't. Yeah, I was... I don't know if it was just a lot more a lot more red in the in the uniform then, like it's almost like their uniforms like a lot of or not uniform but like their color scheme. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I know they're red, but it seems like now they use a lot more black in the color scheme, and back then it was like red was the. I was trying to make sure it was it was not just the picture of because this is older. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the G was actually red, and I don't I don't know why they didn't mention why. Right. But, yeah, very curious on on that. Um. Also, T, you know. Tennessee didn't have Jamal Lewis. They do get Al Wilson back in this game. Um, Even though he was... I think they mentioned at one point that he was only about 80%. I don't know what that means. He's playing. Right. But there are a few plays that they know he's not in. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he's out kind of coming out because of that or just rotating in. Yeah, and then T um, has 31 written on his um, wrist tape. Oh, nice. I didn't, didn't notice that. I just picked up on that. And also, I think we're using this... I don't know how, you know, the, the phone on the sidelines where, where T's calling up to Cutcliffe, I guess. Um, why Could he is, hear it? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, why have we not upgraded phones? Like J.T. Stroud picks up that one at Florida. I've always kind of wondered. Why, why do we have the same exact phone from 1998 to 2009? So I've always kind of wondered that, honestly. Yeah. um, Very strange. Yeah, it is very strange. I agree. 100% agree. Yeah, I I'm not sure why they... Can we not just, like, FaceTime? Like, right? Like, do Well, we got to do the... It's uh, almost like I don't understand why they don't just use a headset. Like they're yeah. not an offensive assistant. I've always wondered that. Yeah. And it's not like more people can hear you when you don't have the headset on. You would think. I don't know. If someone can give me a good... If someone who's been around college football long enough, help us understand the phone situation. We don't get it. Also, I noticed something else that they said. Travis Henry... Rushed for 200 yards in every single high school game his senior year. And he also played nose guard. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's like 3A football, right? It's gotta be.
1: <laughs> it's like se- believe-
0: seven-man football. Right. I would believe he like did that at... I believe he rushed for 200 yards at any level. But for him to be playing... Um, nose guard. Nose guard. That, that's where I've got to say... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. know what he played in. I was just like,
0: man, that's a – I mean, I wouldn't want to block him. No, that's – okay, <laughs> that's fair. I guess everybody's just getting out of his way. <laughs> yeah. I saw that man run the ball. Yeah, can't imagine yeah, I'm he runs good. after a ball. Right. But yeah, like you mentioned, you know, uh, Billy Ratliff getting after Quincy Carter. You know, that whole Tennessee defense just – It's filthy. Teed off yeah. on Quincy Carter. Yeah, I mean he was running for his life, and there was one point where somebody hit him kind of late, and he was just like on the ref, just like, "Hey, I've taken enough of these today. Can we please just like?" He get and he gets flagged one play for um, for intentional grounding, mm-hmm. and the net. But there's one that's really bad in the third quarter, I think, and, and nothing so, get caught. Yeah. And former loses his mind about it. Former is right. aware of what's going on. Yeah, but some of the the big plays, the the fumbled snap on Georgia's first drive, um, that was that was a big one. And then Champ Baylon, we go right. Oh, we Champ have the Bailey. field. He is filthy. Yeah, he's, he's so. I mean, the fact that we were able to defend him so well is pretty impressive. And like, is he not exhausted? He's got to be. I mean, I, may they just constantly have him on oxygen on the sidelines. I mean, Caleb lives like we live like 0.5 miles away. Yeah. So I rode Sorry. my bike there today, and I got back, and I was just wore out. I couldn't imagine playing three-way, being a three-way player right, in a top-ten matchup in college football. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that would yeah. – and a guy who's, like, heavily used on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Like, it's he's like the he's focal point kinda, yeah. of, of everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, so the, his interception um, after one play, they, they mentioned that they put him on Peerless Price to take Peerless out of the game. What they mm-hmm. didn't know is we have two other pretty good receivers, right, on the other side. And Cedric Wilson scores a touch a passing touchdown. Yeah, I believe he was defended by Champ Bailey on that play too. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yep, beats him because he um, he goes in motion to the other yeah. side and, and Bailey falls yeah. him. Um, yeah, that that was a big play. Um, and then Kirby Smart actually misses the tackle on Peerless Price's mm-hmm. touchdown. Um, he does the. Little... He's got some moves. Oh, yeah. The... Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We knew he could fly. Right. Now he's showing off, showing off the lateral quickness. Like, I, that one of him in the end zone like that, I feel like he does that all the time. Yeah. He scored against, was it Florida like that? Yeah. yeah, just, Florida, yeah. D- d- yep. Yeah, and then, uh, like you said, Cedric Wilson had a huge touchdown. Dwayne Goodrich and Deion Grant both had picks in the game. Um, I, uh, Dwayne Gridderich's interception, you can see exactly how fast he is. Oh, yeah. Once he gets going, I, I mean, I'm glad he pulled up because that could have been, a, I feel like, a bad collision. Oh, yeah. The guy that makes a tackle. Mm-hmm. He pulls up right before he gets to him. Yep. Um, I just think Tennessee dominated the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Um, the O line made some holes. You know, you didn't have Jamal Lewis. You thought, um, You know, Tennessee would take a step back in in rushing, but they rushed for 210 yards. Travis Stevens and Travis Henry um, both ran the ball. I think Stevens had over 100. I couldn't find a box around. And then um, Travis Henry had 53. So Stevens had 107 and Henry had 53. And then T had 45. So we ran the ball just down the throats. Yeah. Um, You know, passing maybe wasn't the. We only passed for 156 yards, but T Martin made plays when he needed to. Yeah, and I think Fulmer mentioned it at halftime. He was like, "T's growing, you know, all the time." And there were there were a couple, um, couple of opportunities that Georgia had to intercept it. That T, there was one that they all, that we actually ended up I don't remember who caught it now. Um, I think Champ Bailey almost intercepted it. I mean, there mm-hmm. were several times Georgia had opportunities to intercept it. That there, it was either just a really good play by Georgia to break up a pass, or um, just a really good throw by T. But there were a lot of chances that I mean, w- we fumbled four times. We got all those back. It was just Tennessee's day, Um yeah. And it was not Georgia could not run the ball, no, at all. no. Like it was bad. We, I mean, you said we dominated the line of scrimmage. That was on yeah, I keep that, that was on both sides of the ball that we dominated the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah, they they mentioned you know Champ Bailey is going to be the focal point. They couldn't get him the ball on no. on offense, mm-hmm. um, and we it was like the in toward the end of the third quarter before he had his first reception. Right, um, so we kind of took him out and their backs. How mu- how much did they rush for? They rushed for fifty nine yards, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Carter yeah, we- was fourteen for thirty eight with three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's not good. Not good. Which I don't... What did I... I don't think I... What did Georgia end up that year? I don't know how. I did not look that up. Hey, I've got it right here. Uh, I was about to say, I think they ended up decent. Nine and three. Six and two in SEC. Their only other loss was to Florida in the SEC. They lose to Georgia Tech. <laughs> they lost to Georgia Tech. Barely. Florida whooped them. Jeez. We were on college game day. Oh, this is College Game? Day? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. That's what Wikipedia says. I don't know. I'm surprised <laughs> Chris Fowler showed up. That was a year after he said that a bunch of fans threatened to kill him. So What was the announced attendance? Eighty six thousand. hundred and oh nope, sorry. Yeah, hundred and seventeen. What is what is Stanford or Sanford Stadium? What did they uh what's their capacity? Mm -hmm. I'll look it up. I think it's like maybe the YouTube guy. I think it's right around that because I think it was an announced sellout. Okay. I don't know what it's at now though. Because we're going there this year. Are we? We're supposed to. We're supposed to. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then we're going to ninety two thousand seven hundred forty six. So maybe wasn't announced, or maybe it was an announced sellout, and see when they upgraded. We're going to Georgia. Yeah. So they expanded next year after nineteen ninety eight. They've expanded three times. Gotcha. Hmm. Also, guys, if y'all have um, anything you can comment, uh, please comment, like, and share. Yeah. Um, we're working to find anything right now. So yeah, It doesn't even have to be. If it's on this topic, great. But if it's not, we can get to that it's too. Fun too. It's fine, too. Um, yeah, that was uh, – they they talked about how, because obviously in the last 15 years, the, they hadn't had a top 10 matchup. They mentioned at one point that whoever the ticket manager was said this is the most demand they've ever had for a game. Hmm. and he'd only worked there for like ten or fifteen years. So this is like their premier game in the last but like like I said, that would probably be their Florida every single year if they held a home game. But they don't. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't get it. Wanna play I nah. wanna play your rivals at home. Yeah, I mean I love that Philip Former when he came in, he was just like, you know, this whole like neutral side stuff, nah. Done with that. Yeah, I don't I don't even like I wish I would have rather played Charlotte was fun. It was a cool experience. But I would have rather had brought West Virginia here and then gone to West Virginia. Yeah, that would have been day. fun. I don't know if I would have gone, but it would have been cool to bring a team here. Yeah, um, I'm not entirely against the neutral sites, but I'd prefer home game, home <laughs> football games. This is college football. We're playing on campuses, guys. Come on. Right. Come on. Next, uh, Also, like going around this time, Tennessee's ranked number four at this point. Um, Nebraska is ranked number two. They actually lose to Texas A&M. Um, during this broadcast. So, Tennessee's like, they're saying Tennessee's going to go up to at least number three. I think UCLA was number three at this time. And they are supposed to play later that night. Um, I guess they end up winning because we're still number three when it comes to when we play Alabama next week. Yeah. And speaking of things they showed during the broadcast, uh, they showed a Chris Winkie touchdown. Yeah. During the broadcast. They did. So, obviously we go on to play FSU in the National Championship, and Chris Winkie is a current, Coach at the University of Tennessee. So. I think I thought it was really cool. There was um, we we talked about T. Martin and how maybe he wasn't utilizing the best system for him. I mean, he won a national championship. Yep, I get that. But like his running ability, you know, we were kind of just a ground and pound football team. Oh yeah, at that point. So uh, there was one point it was third and fourteen, and we had bunch to the left. Um and he scrambles and picks up 17 yards. And there was, I think, Kirby Smart pushed him out of bounds. I'm like, dude, that's, Kirby Smart, or, like, T. Martin could have been, like, that was Josh Dobbs. Like, he he has some inaccurate throws at times. um, But when you need a player from him, he's always going to make that. He can also make the throw on the run pretty impressively as well. Right, yeah. So I mean, some of his best throws are on the run. Bless you. Oh, thank you. Oh. I don't, <laughs> I don't have you it. Have oh, yeah, I got the mask. Um Slim Mosley said the Virginia Tech game in Bristol. We're talking about neutral sites game, neutral site games. He said the Virginia Tech game in Bristol was a cool game. Very cool. I'm glad we did that. Don't you don't need to do it again though. That's not something It, you it was like a either. great atmosphere, but as far as the being there for the game, the watching the game there sucked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't it was cool. <laughs> it doesn't need to happen again. Right. Um Dennis Wilson said be careful because Athens police really like to arrest UGA players. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, I needed to read that comment because I thought it was good. um, Yeah, they're just that police department. Dude, I'm just throwing everything. Police department's just arrest happy when it comes to them. Um, Now I lost my train of thought. But that, yes, T Martin, he could, just like Josh Dobbs, they could both make some very impressive throws. Kept plays alive at times. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I would say they probably, you could probably compare them a little bit. And I, I'm sure when Jamal Lewis was lost for the season, I'm sure Cutcliffe and Fulmer probably sat down tea and they're like, "Hey, you know, this is your team. Yeah, you know, you don't have a back. I guess you did have backs, but you didn't know at the you time. You didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know when Jamal Lewis went down that you had two more. Right. That could combine powers to do about the same damage. Right. So, um, yeah, Travis Stevens and Travis Henry help a lot. Like, if you don't have them, obviously, it's a very different. 1998 season." But, he, he, I mean, he was also, like, they mentioned him being a younger quarterback even though he was, like, a junior. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm sure there was a talk saying, like, hey, you're going to have to be a leader. Like, you're, yeah. this, this is going to have to be your team. Right. So. Right. Yeah, he does a good job. I mean, there's – he threw two picks in the game. I mean, he's – but I, f- I feel like when you need – like like I said earlier, when you need a play to be made, T. Martin's going to make that play. Yeah. With his legs or with his arm, he's going to do it. He's going to find a way. Right. Right. It's a good game. It's a lot more interesting than the Auburn game. Yeah. Especially like the second half of the Auburn game. I was about to say the first like quarter, seven seven minutes (laughs) of the Auburn game would be you watch on a repeat. Right. It's that good. But yeah, after that it's it's pretty bad. And we were talking about this today, like how spoiled we are to have like the spread offense where it was just like score and score and score and score. Mm -hmm. Well well this is like we're a defensive team and you know they mentioned during the broadcast they don't really like a lot of national media doesn't really want to pick Tennessee because they're a defensive team and doesn't yeah. really score a lot of points. Um, guess we showed them. I guess I'm an old soul though, because I also to I also appreciate. And this year in the national championship game, I know you had to, you know, spread teams going at it. But at the beginning of the national championship game, you know they're they're playing field position battle, not going for points. Yeah, you know, playing it safe, trying to work the other team into bad field position. That's what happens at the start of this game, and it's definitely fun. That is fun to watch. Watching like a, a strategic a punters trying to pin, pin them deep and, um you know, running backs and offensive linemen trying to, because I mean, UGA almost, you know, is almost uh, down two points yeah. at the start because of field position. Mm-hmm. um So that was definitely a lot of, I mean, that kind of football is way more fun to watch than two teams at like the 30 yard, their 30 yard lines five for field position. So. Yeah, they at least a, got that part of it. There's a difference in like scoring a lot of points and then just being like the Big Twelve and just not playing defense, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a huge difference. There's a huge difference. Um, we know because we've seen both. Yeah, <laughs> in it's our teams. not great. Um, oh, I had a great segue where they're talking about T. Martin and quarterbacks. And I was like, speaking of quarterbacks, but we can't do that now. But J. T. Daniels, <laughs> J. T. Daniels, <laughs> um, the you know the only. Uh, Really, I guess, big thing talking about when it comes to Tennessee football right now uh, is he's no longer a five-star. He was a five-star coming out of high school, um, transferring from USC. He started as a freshman towards ACL in the the opener, I believe, in 2019, and he is now looking for a new home. Yeah, because, you know, Keaton Slovis came in and balled out. I mean, he was a freshman All-American, so I guess you kind of lost your spot. I don't know. I feel like when it was kind of introduced that they were going to vote on the one-time transfer, he was just like, yeah, probably time for me to leave. Right. Um, so I think this is where you come in. He comes from a great program in, in um, Mater Day out of Santa Ana, California. There were, I think he went 15-0. and He was National Gatorade Player of the Year. Um, and he also reclassified. So he's actually I – th- I think he's the same age as his class now, but he was actually – like a year younger in school. Right. Um, and reclassified. So I think he's twenty, twenty one, something like that. But he's I don't know. I mean I think he he's a good quarterback, but I feel like it, it doesn't really make sense on Tennessee's point. I mean, I don't understand why he would come here. I mean I, I don't know. Because we don't think, technically have a scholarship think, available, right? Like he said he's interested. I think this is just Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wes Rucker <laughs> knows. Oh yeah. That there's mutual interest. Mutual interest. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, there's. There might be mutual interest, but I think when you sit down and look at it, it's like, it's not going to make sense. Yeah, we we court. don't have scholarship room right now, um, for anybody. For anybody. And then like we can't t- we can't take we have like ten quarterbacks on the roster. Yeah, two of which you haven't seen at all. Right. If we take J T Daniels, I'm not going to be mad, but it's like, what's I just that means we're going to lose at least two quarterbacks before the fall. Yeah, my thing is, like, if you get JT Daniels, you think he can win, you go get him. You you make it work. And if people leave, they're probably going to leave regardless. But if you bring him in and you make people leave and you sit him behind JG, a lot of people are going to be upset. If again. you bring him in, he better be, like you said, he better be your starter and he better, he better ball, ball yeah. out. Because two just, people are leaving and you just better be committed to it. I'm sure – Because Harrison he, Bailey wasn't happy when we were trying to get – um Kyle, what's his name? Haynes King, like he was, he wasn't that happy about that. I probably wouldn't have been either. Right. Um, but you, you bring in JT Daniels and after like, you know, you, you've kind of banked on Harrison Bailey being your future quarterback. Right. Um, well, and the big connection right now is T. Martin to him. T. Martin, his, I mean, obviously he was tied in there with him. He was the often, passing game coordinator, but he wasn't his primary recruiter. Tyson Hilton was. Yeah, Tyson Hilton was. Um, Which I don't think we'd have a great... No. If Tyson Hilton's calling the shots, <laughs> he's probably not going to recommend Tennessee. Right. So, yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't know how likely of a situation it is to happen at all. Like you said, he better be starting over... Um, better be starting over JG if it happens, you know. Yeah, don't don't bring him in here to, to sit on the bench. Yeah, it can't it's, be a Keller Chris problem. situation where you're just... You're hoping... Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I'm i not saying he has to sit behind JG. If he comes in here, it better be Harrison Bailey or JG Daniels. It has to be one of those two. Yeah. It can't be JG at that point. It could even, I guess, be Shrout or Maurer if they win. But it could not be JG if right. that happens. Or Holiday. Yep. you, you got to roll with, it's with gotta, somebody. Yeah, if you if bring, you bring it, in a quarterback at this point, your starter's got to be somebody new. Yep. Otherwise, Why'd you bring you're him wasting... Time, effort, money, from, and and you could be ruffling some feathers that you probably you might regret later on. Yeah, yep. Um, because like you said, two quarterbacks are probably leaving at that point. At least one has If you if, if you bring in JT Daniels and he's is the backup quarterback and Harrison Bailey leaves and goes to, let's say, Michigan and balls out, you're gonna look gonna, wins the Big Ten, gets in the college football. You playoff. know what? Realistically, that stuff probably just happens, but you look bad. Like that's one of those things because. Oh, and the Tennessee fan of me things like, oh, this doesn't make sense. It's not going to happen. But that's kind of why it makes sense. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. I I don't know. I don't think that JT Daniels makes as much sense as some people are making it out to be. I think some people might be just bored. And they're like, oh, this seems like fun to talk about. Yeah. I mean, because it is. But I just don't see it being a realistic possibility. Unless, I, unless someone leaves in like the next month and you could bring him here. But I, I don't think it necessarily has to be a quarterback at this point. Because you don't have a scholarship available. It can be anybody. And I I don't think we're not not picking on JT Daniels for, like, his talent. I I think the talent is there. It's just that it doesn't physically make sense from a scholarship standpoint or your quarterback room. Yeah. Your needs aren't – I guess your needs are technically high at that position because you haven't found a true winner. But it's also kind of funny that, like, the same people who believe that Pruitt's a ride or die with JG also believe he's out looking for a five-star transfer with five other QBs in the room. You pick a, just pick a lane. You just signed a five star. Right, but I'm saying pick a lane. Like the same people who are like Pruitt won't start anybody over JG are the same people who are like he's going and looking for another five star quarterback. That those two thoughts together don't make sense. It's one or the other. I also have another theory that national like media guys that you know said Tennessee is in talks with JT Daniels or, or Tennessee. I think it was sense. local guys first. But yeah, I think it's a way to get clicks because they know Tennessee fans are going to jump all over that. Because anytime that yeah. there's a, oh yeah, a, a transfer and you know some way it ties into Tennessee, they're like, oh my god, it's got to get them. If sports weren't going on right now, I don't think this would be as much of a conversation. Yeah, I mean, we'd be worrying about baseball this weekend, not where JT Daniels from USC is going when we have a full QB room. That would yeah. be a concern. And have we not learned like getting kids? I mean, Henry Toleto was a anomaly. But getting kids out of California is tough. Yeah, and you look yeah. at all of his offers. Besides LSU and Alabama, and I think maybe Miami, all of his offers were West Coast teams. Yeah. I no, know. It's, it's like like so, you said, it's definitely gonna be tough. So it's probably it's probably not likely for several reasons. There's another one. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm with you. You said it when we first talked about it. I wouldn't be mad about it. I just don't see it happening. Yep. Yeah. So. And and if you I if would you, be mad about it if you start JG though. I mean, this could. <laughs> This could affect a lot of – like, this could affect recruiting quarterbacks. I mean, 2021, you're probably not going to sign another quarterback in this class, especially at this point when a quarterback is trying to want to maybe come off the board. Maybe it's Caden Salter. Maybe it's somebody else. Um, but you get JT Daniels as a transfer, they're not coming here. No. The 2022 class, you know – they see you add somebody else to that quarterback room, they're like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'll go to somebody where I'd... Right, and, and I think... you. know, I, West... I don't think it's a it's a thing of not wanting to compete. I think it's just like, there's 10 other quarterbacks. Yeah. Why would, I go, there? Why would I go there? Well, I mean, it's also it's like if you have a chance to start at another Power 5 program, unless you're just dead set on Tennessee, why would you come here and compete with 10 other guys when you can go there and compete with three other guys? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. All. It's fun to talk about, though. <laughs> oh, it's a great time. We'll talk about it as long as we want. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, that's all I've got. I think most people think JT. I think most people do think that JT Daniels would be... Speaking of over, JT, you know, did you see um, uh, JT Shrout dye his hair? JT Shroud dye his hair? No, no. <laughs> you want to yeah. see it? Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, no. <laughs> I can tell you why not. He's got the <laughs> real slim shady look going on. So JG on. screenshotted that and put it up. I guess, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I mean I guess you get bored enough you gotta do something, but I right. just think I don't know, maybe find something else to do. Yeah. Let's not bleach our hair, guys. Yeah. I mean Caleb I, I shaved it. You shaved Let's not it. bleach. <laughs> yeah, you know. Let's bleach it next. Okay. <laughs> Let's bleach your beard. Okay. No, <laughs> I won't bleach my hair. Right, you're lying. I, honestly, in fairness to JT Shroud, I was kind of thinking I was like, I don't know what he looks like with regular hair. Like I don't know like what exact color his hair is. Like mm. I know it's like darker. It's, it's definitely not that. <laughs> right. I know it's a darker color, but I don't know if it's like black, brown. I don't know. So yeah. I'll get in that. I guess bleach your hair. Whatever. Super weird. Right. Yeah, that's California. Like, we get, right. He's from California. So. I don't know. I'm surprised we didn't get him with Bleach, bleach Bond here. Yeah. <laughs> um, l- Looking at SEC basketball, assuming it starts on time, too. Yeah. So that's another question. Like, does basketball start at the same time if football gets pushed back to the spring? Does mm. it, like, what, how, how does it happen? Because I, you know, I don't necessarily know if we'll be talking about this in, December November of next year but I think we'd we'll be talking about the effects of how it's pushed back sports calendars at that time. So I think it's possible basketball could be pushed back. I think everything is going to be pushed back. pushed back. But but my question is like basketball if if we get to that point and you know hopefully things are how they should be and it could be started on time, would it be or would they just go ahead and push it back? I don't know. With football cuz football if it is pushed back to the spring, mm-hmm. does that change everything else? Or do they just run it normal? I don't know. I don't know.
1: I, th- I well, see, think you
0: try to get as normal as possible, right? But I just don't see that happening. So right. <laughs> I have no clue. Absolutely. Yeah. SEC basketball. So, um, with Kentucky losing so many guys, Auburn losing so many guys, you know, it's right there for Tennessee to to be right in the thick of the SEC. Yeah, especially with the talent you have coming in. I don't. You know, I don't think it's. I think the expectations as we get closer to the season are actually going to keep growing for Tennessee. Yeah. When you have, like you said, the conference outlook, um, mixed, you know, mixed with what we should, the talent we should be bringing in. Kentucky lost eight of nine players that scored last year. So I'm I'm glancing at a t- way too early top twenty five, and they still have Kentucky at number nine. in the or way they have us, I'm, I'm just I just started twelve. Okay. But number nine for Kentucky. They lost what six, eight, 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 eight players eight. that eight out of nine players that scored. They lost ninety four percent of their scoring. This was written year. two days ago. And it was just has seven, but that's wrong because he didn't leave two days ago, right? Yeah. Now they do have the number one recruiting class coming in. Um, they have three five stars coming in. So right, but regardless, like yeah. So I mean, they're the, banking on Kentucky being Kentucky, right? But even if they get that turned around. How, I mean, you could have long-term effects from how you start your season. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously the five stars, but they're not going to come in and just be die down. Maybe, maybe they're banking on when they get, or you're doing it way too early. I'm thinking more of like SEC. Maybe they're banking on them getting it figured out for SEC play. Oh, I'm sure by SEC play, but I'm saying can what you did in November, because they they're going to play – who they open the season with? I'm sure they play in one of the big tournaments. I'm yeah. sure they're opening the season with like Duke or Kansas, somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So like, what are the effects of you know those games on on your season? Yeah, because they don't play an easy non conference schedule, and then they're going to open up. they pro- they'll probably drop some early ones in SEC play, depending on what that schedule looks like. I guess I don't know. It just seems. I feel like Kentucky's could potentially find themselves in that weird spot in the SEC next year of like, they're not good enough to be one of the top teams. They just kind of win and lose. Because I feel like these guys are going to go trial by fire next year. It's not going to be, you're mm-hmm. not going to be rotating in. It's not changing out three freshmen. Yep. It's changing out a whole team. Yeah, that's, that's true. You don't have any guys like they had Travis Reed a couple years ago and P.J. Washington who weren't freshmen to kind of hold the, that team together. This year they don't have that. Yeah, it's. Do they have any transfers coming in? Let me check. I'm sure they will. That'll help. They have have a guy from Creighton, a guy from Rhode Island, already Um, already committed, and that's the guys that are just committed right now. I mean, they're gonna go out and get some quality transfers. Yep, and they have they have six guys, um, currently, in this class. Like I said, three or five stars. The number twenty eight player, number thirty one player, number forty six player. So all their um, guys coming in are top fifty players. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they'll be phenomenal. I mean, they'll finish. I'd say by the time SEC is done, they might be able to solidify themselves in that top three or four match. But like that, they could find themselves at the bottom of that top group. Yeah, because of where they'll be in January. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They, maybe they'll surprise us all and dominate again. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It just seems like it'll be an impossible task. And I mean that we we've we see this every year with Kentucky, and they just. They don't beat Tennessee, so... Which is good. We'll get at least one. Hopefully, we'll get the home one. The Celebrate and the home wins are more fun. That's all right. And that's been the Saturday game lately, so... But also, um, Auburn loses their top five scores, and they didn't get Jalen Green, who we'll talk about in a second. Yep. Um, So, they're, like, they're having to replace pretty much everybody. Yeah, Auburn's not... You know, And they don't have all those guys coming in like Kentucky does either. No. No, they're not going to be able to reload. I am I am curious to see with Bruce Pearl's style of basketball. The thing is, though, is I feel like he's had a ton of talent in the last two years mixed with that style.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas I think that style helps a lot, but the talent Got carried talent you. It, yes. The talent carried you. Yeah. Um, also, um, is the SEC gonna take over basketball too? I I hope. I think that'd be so much fun. Because Kentucky's number one in recruiting, Tennessee's four, LSU five, Arkansas six, Auburn seven. Um, LSU could be an interesting okay. one next year. That's it. Yeah, LSU could be really. I mean, they could be really good next year. Yeah, they they could be good. Um, they get Sharif O'Neal. Mm-hmm. I think they have a, a they have another five star coming. Has Javante Smart said yet? Yeah. I don't going? think he's announced. Yeah, I would say not. You I'd, say, he's I'd say he'd probably be back. Dang. Yeah. Scholar Mays is gone. Scholar Mays is gone. gone. Trenton Walford's gone. gone. Um, Arkansas number six. What in the world? And they got. I mean, they don't have five stars or anything, but they got four or four stars. That's good for Arkansas. I mean, they, that gives them more guys, goz- like more talent on the floor, which is something they need. Yeah. Um, they, they weren't d- able to do it. They did lose um, some guys. They lost uh, yeah. Isaiah. They'll probably lose Isaiah Joe and what's what's the what's the other guy? Mason name? Mason Jones. Mason what? Jones. Yes. Yeah. Isaiah Joe and Mason Jones. They so need they need two players. Yeah. and they needed help beside Mason Jones last year because that was pretty much pretty mm-hmm. much all they had. Yep. Um. Yeah, I think we should be right there with. LSU and I, Kentucky to... Yeah, I feel like our talent we, should put us in We that should topic. probably be the favorite to win the SEC. I'd say, well, I mean, we... like Especially I, if I, we get Pawns back. If we get Pawns back, and <clears throat> I imagine we will, that helps it because, I mean, you're looking at... be You should be a really stout defensive team. um Yeah, I mean, I... There's no reason that Tennessee shouldn't be in that group of the top four, top five this year. That's, That's fighting for the SEC. It'd be unacceptable, I think, to be anything else. For sure. For sure. So, let's talk about... Uh, so, I guess there's... They canceled Tiger Kings with uh, Jalen Green. Um, no Memphis, no Auburn. Um, did you write that joke? That was good. I, know, I, did. I just thought of it, you know. Did you just think of it <clears> at the top of your head? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So, that they didn't get Jalen Green Uh. swinging a miss. He opted to do the um, G League Pathway Program. I think this is... And he's going to be the first one. So, I think it's going to be some some kind of wait and see for other yeah. guys to do that. But I think other people are going to get on that, especially with these what he's getting paid, the $500,000. Plus uh, he gets money to, with his endorsements, everything is going to be over a million. Yeah. Um, I mean, he gets like 10% of, is it the G League team? Is that who it is? Yeah, something okay. like that. Um, and then they're giving him money to go to school wherever he wants to get his degree. Right. He's got a scholarship whenever he's done or I guess while he's in the Mm. NBA. No, I think it looks like it could be a... My question is, though, is like, will we see... If if this is something that could change college basketball, it would have to be... G League would have to start taking younger guys for probably bigger... How many of those dudes in the G League are earning $500,000? Oh, not... So th- this is just like the so the G League they get to play against G League teams. It's like a separate team, but it's they not in the G League. They play against G League teams. It doesn't count to the G League's record. So they're basically doing kind of exhibi- a bunch of exhibition games yeah, and and getting hmm. paid for getting developed by NBA coaches, so So it's a it's an academy essentially. Pretty much. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I I think the NBA was fo- finally like, "Hey, we're done with these kids going to Australia and, and other places like that. We want to keep them in the states. Yeah. Um, so they they finally got to where they could do this. Um, I think Jalen Green was I think rated the number three overall player in this um, this class. And I don't think it changes really college basketball. I don't think it hurts college basketball. It definitely does next year. Right. Like, I, I think the the top you know five players would probably exercise this. Like, it, it wouldn't right. be No, it, it certainly wouldn't be everybody. Ever. No. Ever. Because, I mean, I think they have to, like, invite you. I don't think it's right. something you can just go do. Right. No, I mean, it's going to be, like, getting drafted. So, like. it's it might be, like, ten players. Right. Going. The only way this could hurt college basketball is if the NBA sees how it's working and pretty much builds a entire league. Mm-hmm. So, that's, like, why I guess why I asked about the G League thing. Like, because they can't pay every single player that. Right. No. So that will be interesting to see if they get to that point, how they handle that. But well, I think it does make the NCAA kind of think about letting. So how much are the other guys some, on this team? So they're not in the G League. How much are the other guys in this getting paid? What are they doing? Like, what's their role in the? So I think they're trying the to get like a whole team. Okay, so he's like, there's not even a team yet. I think he he's the first he's player, the first but person. they're they're in talks to get more players. So too are they looking for all eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds? Like, are they going to go out and recruit these I, guys? I don't, I don't know how, how that gonna work. works. I don't know if they go to the NBA Global Academy and right. try to get some, or do they get, you know, or do just, they look at G League players, you yeah. know, maybe younger G League players that are still developing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how Like, is this something we could see? Like, a I do know like they talked with with Kennedy Chandler. Okay. Um, yeah. Who is out of Memphis, is a five-star five point guard in Tennessee. He was targeting him. Gotcha. Um, so that could be something that we see kind of play out. Not in Tennessee's favor, but. Right. Yeah, I think, I, it, I think it's, I think it's interesting. I think it makes NCAA think about, at, at least think about letting players get paid. Right. Some type of For their likeness. Yeah. yeah. We'll see about that. I'm curious to see how this works. But I, I think it's going to end up being like, just the top. So I don't think it's going to affect college basketball. Unless they do a whole freaking Right, unless academy. they do a whole. That would be the <laughs> right. only way it would affect. Yeah. right. Because even when guys were going to the NBA straight out of high school, it still didn't really affect college right. basketball. Right. Like it was so few. See, I think that's why the league could actually hurt college basketball if they did a league because now you're taking all of their talent, mm-hmm. not just a guy a year, two guys a year. It's not. So I think it has to be a full league because even if it's a full team of, if they're going out and recruiting guys that would be in the 2020 class, you're still only taking away 15 of those guys at the most. Like it's right. not. Going to completely damage the NCAA. Yeah, it's it's just going to hurt recruiting wise. That would certainly um, hurt you more, but it wouldn't hurt you as bad as a holy holy. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's kind of what college baseball has to deal with. Yeah. Guys, going and going to the minors rather than going and playing college right. for. You know, they're getting paid like what six, fifty thousand, forty thousand, maybe less than that playing minor league baseball. Right. Where Most of those guys that are hanging on for like good, con- like they're not going to go unless they get yeah. a good bonus. or And it, it's finally getting to the point where more players are going to college. Right. Just because they can get developed more, get more, um, I guess eyes on them. Right. Kind of thing. So, more exposure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see how it plays out. Be exciting. Um, Maybe makes me start watching G League basketball. That's another thing. How easily accessible are these games going to be? Yeah, because those guys are going to want to be on TV. Yeah, so I mean, I, maybe a, that maybe that helps the G League out. Yeah, maybe I mean, maybe, gets maybe you're G- able to get some viewerships, get some sponsors, where you're able to pay those guys a little bit more. Maybe so, maybe so. I don't know. It's gonna be fun to see. Right. Right. Fan questions. Fan questions. This is a good time to, if you uh, if you're watching on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, ask us questions. We'll talk about anything. We've got a couple questions that have already been asked on Twitter or Facebook that we'll answer, um, but we are watching the the chats. Uh, so make sure if you if you got anything for us, go ahead and ask. Yeah. So uh, Adam Massey's the first one. He says, "Which former Vol did you have the most stock in, but did not have the success you thought they would in the NFL?" So this is a tough one. So I saw this earlier today and I'm trying, I was trying to think backwards. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I don't know how much stock I put in him, but I think the working, so starting at the earlier players or I guess later, I don't know. Josh Malone. I thought he's a guy that I thought he might actually potentially have a better NFL career than he did a college career. I thought that, I thought I liked his, you know, just his physical attributes I thought there was potential there if he went to a good team. I figured with it being the Bengals, probably not, so I probably took some of that stock out that I had. But I was interested to see him. That's working backwards. I think the other great players we've had at Tennessee have probably worked out about as expected, um, with some exceptions being guys like Shot Tuttle, who have outperformed yeah, some of your Kyle expectations. Phillips. Kyle Phillips. Um, John Kelly maybe put a little bit too much talk into. I thought maybe he would work out. Mm-hmm. He did leave a year early, maybe – he might stay that year if they're in a coaching change. Yeah. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe maybe John Kelly a little bit thought he might pan out. Um I think mine would be just Hunter. honor. I thought he yeah. would and I guess he had a a little bit of a career in the NFL, but I just thought he would be like a I guess wishful thinking. I thought he'd be a star. Right. I, mean, we, I guess we think everybody you th- you is. You think be your better star. players are going to turn out to be stars? That. Right. That's just. Um. Yeah. It just didn't. I mean, Cordell Patterson had a great. I was going to ask. You, I feel like he's an interesting one to, to talk about because his career hasn't really been so much as a wide receiver. It's kind of been as a utility player and a returner. Yeah. Um. The Patriots used him. Um. And. Quite a bit. Almost a similar role as he was at Tennessee. Where he started like, some running back. Yeah, I mean it was just get him the football. Yeah, and that that was kind of the goal for him. So he's an interesting one because it's not like he wasn't a he wasn't a star talented receiver. I think mm-hmm. he was a Pro Bowler as a returner, and you know then he's had a decent career that's kept him on teams as a receiver. And I think some of that, some of like he came in at a weird time when the, you know those guys weren't really used. Right. But now you look at like Taysom Hill and guys like that, you know they're they're getting utilized a lot more. So I feel like. If he would have been in the league maybe two years later, right? Two or three years later, I feel like he would have had a even better career than what he had. Yeah, this is a tough question for younger guys because all of these stars we knew as Tennessee football players had very successful NFL careers. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious from like people who were really what... watching Tennessee football in the '90s, like who who in the early 2000s, like who were some of those guys? Because like me and my brother are talking, like I bet Casey Clawson was like that. I just don't remember thinking that because I was so young when that was occurring. Um, You know, you even had hopes like I think John Crompton made like a practice squad. You're like, I feel like he was, he got better under Lane Kiffin. Will he get better in the NFL? He didn't. You didn't really expect him to, I think. Yeah. Kind of hung on to some of those hopes. I think everybody kind of understood where Josh Dobbs was at coming out of college. Um, I still feel like he's probably deserves more of a chance, but I think everybody's kind of understood where he was at, where he was um, and I think maybe someone. I'm just. I hope he does well. I don't know if he will. I don't know if he's playing the right position. But Jalen Hurt. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I can't imagine him playing receiver better than he did running back. Is that crazy for me to think? He's I mean, so good. Maybe he's just one of one of those guys that they use like that though. Yeah. Like a utility player. Maybe. I just. I can't. imagine I mean, imagine he him playing he's definitely slimmed better. down a lot more yeah. than when he was here. Right. I just can't imagine taking a player as good as Jalen Hurd. Whoever told him to... I don't know. And a lot of people are like, he's probably going to be a really good wide receiver. He probably will be. But, like, he was a phenomenal running back. Yeah. And I just can't imagine him playing that position better than he played running back. I agree. And just because he's tall doesn't make him a better receiver. I think ty- <laughs> Tyler Bray is another one that you yeah, thought when he got to the league, like, he would at least be a starter right? of some probably terrible team. Mm-hmm. Right? But... You know, every time we see him in like a ex or exhibition or preseason game, they're like, "Oh, Tyler Bray's getting a shot." Yeah. You know, you always well, see that. So, he's what were probably, people's thoughts on Kurt Meditt? I thought he would. I hoped and thought he'd do better, and it just hadn't. Yeah. Well, he he got injuries was a lot of his as well. Right, but his weren't. He never had like a serious season-ending, career-ending. It was like nagging, right? Like. Yeah, it was just like surgery here, and when you get back, it's another surgery, things like that. Yeah, it's hard to get. Cam Sutton. Yeah, I mean, Cam Sutton's been underwhelming. I think he's got a shot. That was Adams. I think he's got a shot to still Mm. round out a pretty nice NFL career, but it's definitely been underwhelming from what you thought coming in. Yeah, and, it, you know, he kind of was like the opposite in college where he was a three-star prospect that, you know, just played baseball and basketball and football and then – you know he shows out and starts mm-hmm. as a freshman all the way. Th- he had some some injuries in there, also. But yeah, he's probably he's probably up there for me too. Just because yeah. I-, I thought he'd get to the league and at least I, I mean thought do a lot more than he is. Emmanuel Mosley and those you know Justin Coleman are playing better than him right now. Right. Yeah. No. It's I just definitely... wild wild for me to think because right. You look at their college careers. You're like, there's no way. No. Nope. Yeah. No. You're absolutely right about that. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I know I, I'm surprised you didn't say this one. But maybe I don't know because you liked him a lot. That doesn't mean he's going to be a star, but uh, Corey Vereen. Yeah, thought he was. Which we always knew that Derrick Barnett helped him out a lot, but we thought he helped Derek Barnett more than he was giving credit for. Right. You especially kind of thought that, but I don't know. That didn't make that didn't directly make him an NFL star. <laughs> the I, I feel like one guy that's. I feel like going to be very underrated when he gets to the league and probably has a career like Shy Tuttle and Kyle Phillips is Marquez Callaway. Yeah. You know, you talk about throwing the football and, you know, they do a lot of one-on-one stuff and he's able to go up and get balls. Right. That's, I mean, that's right at his skill set. I, I can't believe I haven't really seen any mock drafts with him in it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm excited to see him. I think I feel like he's kind of like a Josh Malone, like, and he had a better college career than Josh Malone. Mm-hmm. But a guy that's like, I feel like he is his talents might suit the NFL a little bit better. Yeah, because so. he can be utilized in the return game as well. Yeah, so yep. he's got dreads. It makes you better at football automatically. automatically. So, is there any more fan questions? We got any? From- um, we're on the YouTube chat. VTW did mention one more time. He said you can't compare out of conference games. To the UGA, Florida, and OU Texas games, and I agree. That's what one. That don't misunderstand me. That's not what I was trying to do. Those rivalries are more special than some of the rivalries in college football, and definitely more important than out of conference neutral site games like playing Virginia Tech and Bristol. That's not what I meant. Because I think you all should play those. I think Tennessee or Georgia and Florida should play that. Jacksonville game just not every year I just feel like it misses yeah especially now when you know they've been the two prominent teams in the east yeah and so you don't get that matchup at home it kind of sucks yeah and for the purpose of like selfishly Tennessee I think maybe Florida would give up a few of the more of those games in Georgia now that they're kind of passing up Florida I guess they're kind of even but Georgia maybe a little bit more the edge mm-hmm. um I think maybe you get more upsets if it's if it's home that's part of college part of the greatness of college football yeah so um that's obviously a special rivalry, and I think they should continue playing it in Jacksonville. Yep. Uh, thanks, Shane, Shane Bentley, for the super. Like he said, UGA is slightly in the same position as Tennessee when it comes to the QB position. Just kind of throwing a dart to see what sticks. Yeah, I don't think Tennessee fans are, or now that there's not been spring practice, coaches sure of who could be the starter. Come Charlotte for us. I'm not sure who Georgia opens the season with. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely the the case for Tennessee right now because I think I'm sorry. The coaches might have belief in JG, and they, they're they probably willing to start him. But after last season, there's no way that a coach is just like, He's our guy. Hun- yeah, there's no way. <clears throat> no. There's no way. I'm not saying he won't start or that the coaches aren't willing to start him. I just don't see them being coming into the fall at this point going, He's our guy. No. Can't imagine that. <laughs> and I don't know if they're going to be too happy when JT sh- shows up with his bleached hair <laughs> either. Oh, I hope they film Pruitt's reaction. Son, what did you get I hope into? the first thing they give him is a, a razor. and <laughs> just makes it... Yeah, him that'd be... Shaves... Old, yeah, that'd be great. The old uh, Cutcliff treatment. Cleaning the quarterback up. That's how we start. like... That's how we start winning. Pruitt's like, hey, uh, I'll teach you how to shave the rest of that off. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We're actually going to do a... Pruitt agreed to do a Zoom lesson with me on how to shave with a regular razor, so... That's why I haven't completed it yet. Oh, you're going to do it? <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, okay. I was jokingly saying, Pruitt's going to Zoom. Uh, he's going to do a lesson with me. So you're just bored and did that? Because no, you, you didn't get it cut not too long ago, right? Yeah, probably like, two, like right, right as this all started. Yeah. The quarantine stuff. Um, not bored and shave my head. I'm just like, I kind of want to shave my head. And I've been See thinking what about it for looks like a like? week. Yeah. And so I was like, I might as well just do it now. And had some free time this morning. So I did it. I understand. Yeah. I mean, so the, it wasn't like I'm bored, let's buzz my head off, but yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah, I had time this morning mixed with I've been thinking about it for a while, so yeah, I just went and did it. You get that, oh, I need to get that one place right here, yeah, and then just ac- oh. accidentally clip it a little hard, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's it. Any more fan questions? Uh, go ahead and ask away as we, we're gonna jump in our segments, though. Um, most important of the week, most important, mine is Jimmy Butler. <clears throat> Everybody talks about him being a terrible teammate. He sent portable basketball hoops to his teammates and coaches so they could get some shots up <laughs> during all this. I don't know why they can't afford them themselves. That was my and, first thought. And but like, there's a few of his teammates that probably have their own gym, either on their property or in their home, or their own like goal and practice area, right? In their home, or on their home, on their property. I just think it's. I don't know. It's cool. I guess. Competitor. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't want them to suck next year. I, I right. get it. Right. Um, mine is... I don't know if this is the most important or fail. Joe Buck. Joe Buck. So, Darren Hervelle tweeted that a porn site says it will pay Joe Buck $1 million to announce its cam shows live. The site says it is also accepting applications from other national and local sports commentators. Joe Buck said, "Depending on the site, they could just be handing some of the money back to me, so I'll hold out for a better offer and try to hold on to my day, my day job." But I have to say, I'm flattered. So I've I have a like really good question. Okay, can we do that? <laughs> you want to do that for for that much money? Oh, for yeah. a million dollars? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just can't imagine they're gonna offer us a million dollars. No. How much, and we'll talk. I did it for. 10 grand. <laughs> There's your number. I don't know what <laughs> porn side this is, but if you're listening, Landon said 10 grand and 10 you've grand. got him. You have him. I mean, I'm not national. I'm local. Yeah, but. you're local. You've got a local man. But if you're not getting Joe Buck, you're going to have to you're go have to down settle. the list. <laughs> and Landon's, ne- Landon's the next best thing right. behind Joe Buck. So No, you're doing it too. Not with me. <laughs> <laughs> Together. You, you do, yeah, you do your own. <laughs> I don't think that's how I don't think you understand what we would be doing. Clearly. Oh, I understand. (laughs) Okay, we can do it together. Okay, perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. I just feel like... My number's higher than 10 grand. I don't have a set number like Landon. I'm hard to get. Like, you're immature. I'm way more immature than you are. (laughs) Yeah, you'll be... Yeah. So, I'll just be laughing the entire time. So, we'll have to have each other... Well, I don't know if it'll make it worse that we'll have each other or not. It probably would. Oh, yeah. 90% of the time when I laugh... In the presence of you, I'm laughing at your laugh. I'm not even usually laughing at what's going on. That's fair. I get it. Um, My next one is Christian McCaffrey being the highest paid running back in NFL history. He signed a four-year, $16 million deal. What's your thoughts? said the highest paid running back? Yeah, in NFL history. That's pretty – I mean, I guess it's like – if you adjust for inflation, it's probably about the right, yeah. I mean, he's the best player on the Panthers team. I guess you got to yeah. pay him, yeah. Don't want him to go. I mean, I mean, he's one of the best running backs in the league right now, right? I can't, I couldn't imagine if you got some talent around him. It. It is funny that it, it's he's the highest paid running back and he's a white running back, yeah. Well, of course, that's how payment works, that's how the uh. Pay gap in America works, Lana. So, good job. Just- <laughs> I'm saying that. I'm with kidding. all. The- I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Yeah. Whatever. Failed Do you have any more? Most important. Uh, I do not. I have fail. A fail. All right, get it. Well, I had it. My first one to JT Shroud's bleached hair. <laughs> His what? Bleached hair. Oh, that's a good one. I need to find out what governor this is, because it was a government governor talking about. One second. Um he's talking about the coronavirus and all the shuts shutdowns and stuff, and he was asked a question about all this stuff. It looks like it is Pennsylvania's mayor. Mm. Or New Jersey. New Jersey's? Yeah, New Jersey. Um he said when he was talking about that he was asked a question about the shutdown, he said, I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rats when we did this. You weren't thinking about our constitution when you implemented laws that affects every American. Interesting. Oh, God. <laughs> Interesting. I, don't know, I mean, I'm not going to give you my direct thoughts about the shutdown, but you can't say something that stupid <laughs> while you're in office. Period. Um, my next one, and it might, you know, make Georgia fans rethink about going to that cocktail party. Um, <laughs> Florida governor, Ron DeSantis putting on his coronavirus mask and he puts it on. Uh, I, I got this. He puts it on like, so he puts this over his head and just has it like like this. I thought it was genius. He just needed to do the, he needed to put the first, the other one on first. Yeah. That was the issue. Yeah. That was the only thing wrong with that. I'm just like, dude, you got the flap going. You're someone, not doing anything. Someone someone tweeted back at that and said, he needs to, he needs to put his legs through the bottom, <laughs> bottom. trying to bring it all the way up. Yeah. What a moron yeah <sighs> yeah yep. i love that like the guys in the behind oh, him yeah, have everyone the mask behind on. wearing it correctly <laughs> yeah, he puts it on yeah. like that yeah it just also shows how many times he's put on a mask during this entire issue so yeah i can't say anything i haven't been wearing a mask. he's just but happy that it's... the beaches are reopened in florida exactly <laughs> yeah why do they reopen the beaches i feel like that's the last thing you reopen <laughs> yeah, that's my there's fault. almost like zero business on the physical beach ah okay I guess it's so expensive to live there that they have to have that revenue from tourists. But it's like the physical beach itself, I feel like, could come last. Yeah. Like, there's not, other than, like, people, like, laying out chairs, which I realize is someone's job. But at the same time, it's, like, it's a pretty small revenue stream for for considering things. Right. Actually, I don't know. I feel like those beach chair rentals are insanely expensive. Oh, yeah. You can make a kill. (laughs) Yeah. So, never mind. I stand corrected. Now the guys actually put them, putting them out is probably not making that much money. Right. Um, maybe, maybe in Daytona. you have any more?
1: No, that's all I got.
0: I got one more, and this is um, a fail on Jason Tatum. So um, Jason Tatum says he might he might have still gone to Duke instead of taking the 500k in the G League. And Bradley Beal said, "So Duke gave you 600k." And, <laughs> I Tat- saw that. and Tatum says, "Hey, Duke might be the only stand up school in the country." Bill said, "Listen, man, I was I was born, but I wasn't born yesterday." <laughs> hey, they're not running a fake school at UNC. They probably are. No, they are. They are at UNC. They're not at Duke. At like I meant. Oh, at at UNC. UNC. Yeah, gotcha. sorry, gotcha. that was confusing. Gotcha, gotcha. I was acting them and Roy Williams. Um, you got any more fails? That's all I got. Don't take our polls, huh? Don't take our polls that we do on Twitter. Don't do that. Don't take our polls. Like adding somebody at somebody. Don't take our polls. Don't steal them from us. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> I was like, what? Like don't participate in them? I like, that seems uh, contradictory. Do what not you're trying steal. To do. Yeah, don't steal them. Uh, tweet us your walkout song. That's our tweet. That's our tweeter tweeter for tonight. Um, or should we do the best intro starter music tonight? Since it's the last dance. Because the Bulls have the best starter. Or, or what? What would be your interest? Oh yeah, like
1: My walkout intro, song would be
0: more fun. Because I feel like people walkout don't... song would be more fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Let's do that. Okay. Because, um, but no, there are some good intros. So, but tweet us your favorite walkout. What your walkout? Not your favorite. What your walkout song would be? Because um, you may not like the song that just embodies you as a human. Right. That's just the way the world works. I'm sorry. Um, but we appreciate y'all for listening. Make sure you tweet that at us. Uh, tag me or Landon in it or more important issues, um, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We will see you guys on Wednesday. We got a week off, except we're skipping that week, and we're bringing Alabama to Neyland Stadium for the third Saturday in October rivalry that took place on the fourth Saturday in October. WGWTFA. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We're excited to beat Alabama. We'll see you guys on Wednesday talking about all that. Oh, I'm like saying bye. atlanta has got some giveaways. Got some giveaways. Got so some giveaways. the $25 gift certificate to Hound Dogs our winner is Roland Marlin. Roland. 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 Roland Marlin. Congratulations. Go you need to email some people. Yeah, so you can email Bobby C at volunteerroadshow.com or Billy Ratliff at volunteerroadshow.com to claim your prize within a week. You got a week. a week to do it. Um, and then we have our baseball shirt sure giveaway um so the winner of that is Mark Maxwell. Congrats. You have a week. Yeah, DM us. DM DMs. Landon or or the the Tweeter page. Twitter yeah. page. And we will get that out to you. Yeah. Just get us your size and um we'll get all that out. Thanks for listening. Thank you, you all for else? listening. I don't have anything else. Follow us. Enjoy your uh time off. We we did some games. So me and my wife, we, we did oh, yeah. beer pong. On Friday night, last night we did um, indoor, indoor cornhole. Hole. What are you yeah. doing tonight? I don't know. You got to think of something. You you can say it for tomorrow night because the Jordan Last Dance is on. So oh yeah, you'll so, be busy. Tonight. So I'll, yeah, I'll be doing that. Thanks for listening. We're bringing the boat in and we out.